queens take over here for changing the game. All female ass kickers giving lumps to you lames. Carolina boss lady giving orders cause she run it like a freaking assassin. You won't even see it coming. Got the Texas sports queen repping Houston for days. She's the voice of freaking reason. Keep you stupid at bay. And lastly, it's the Jester Delaware is a home. Talking crap to Jolie, your brains might get blown. And you know Kat and Kayla both the rep in the South. So you ever disrespect, you might get smacked in the mouth. Three women, one vision, podcast with a mission. Leaving haters so pissed, they be stumbling and tripping. Trust me when I tell you, you don't want that smoke. All female trio will make you lose that hope. It's time, so turn it up, let's get ready to go. It's the Queen's Takeover, ladies, start that show. wrestling fanatics the cute uh queens takeover podcast is sponsored by w energy all you have to do to help out your queens and jester is go to twitter and instagram at qt bow down click on the link and you'll find w energy's link go in there search for your products as such as shakers energy packets um canisters of any type of w energy that you can get your hands on and the QT Bow Down promo code would automatically be added to your cart when you check out. So help sponsor Dubby and help support your Queens and Jester. Thank you. All right, wrestling fanatics. Well, before we jump into today's show, we have a little bit of celebrating to do uh, because there is a new Mission Pro Wrestling champion, and she goes by the name of La Princesa T- Tiffany Nieves. I am pissed off as hell that I had to miss it, but the three of us, I know the three of us are so incredibly proud of her. 100%. You know, we've been with her from the start, pretty much, just like Bougie. Um, I think we, we've proven that we know how to pick winners, and we know how to pick amazing talent, and also congratulating to Bougie for beating Flip Gordon. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, we just have this this knack of seeing talent, and... uh you know, I, I'm just very proud of her. She's come such a long way from just being a ring announcer to being a champion in Mission Pro with, you know, arguably one of the best bookers, in my opinion, with Thunder Rosa and her husband. Mm-hmm. Um, AEW, suck it. Fuck y'all. Um, you know, at least they know how to book shit. Book women's wrestling. Tony could take a, a page or two from Thunder's program. And, you know, I'm just looking forward to seeing her defend that title and, you know, maybe watching her beat the living snot out of Izzy. If, if, it, ever, if, if it ever came, if if uh, Izzy ever gets that far. Oh, yeah, I know. But, like, you know, you, you know that she's got the cockiness of Bailey, the cockiness of Sasha, you know, Izzy does. And she's going to run her mouth and she's going to get her mouth rocked by the right person. And if it's our girl <laughs> Tiffany, then all for it. But no, nah, exactly. super, super fucking proud. Exactly. Kayla, do you want anything? First of all, Tiffany, congratulations. Very well deserved. And we're marking it now on the calendar. Sunday, August 13th to 11 p.m. Eastern Time. Jay Bougie and Tiffany Nuevas is going to main event WrestleMania in the near future. 
That is my prediction. Well, actually, no, it's not a prediction. That's a spoiler. Because it's going to happen. <laughs> it's going to happen. I mean, we've seen them through the Indies. They're killing it. And like I said, mm-hmm. from the very start, we've been them from start uh, day one. So, and uh, guys, when you do it, we want to be there. We want uh- to announce it when you're there. <laughs> so... Oh, for real. Absolutely for sure. Cause it's like, I've already told Bougie a couple of times. It's like, when you get all signed, when you get signed with someone, don't forget about us. And he's like, ah, never, never, never. Oh man. No, but again, Tiffany, congratulations. Um, first I, like I texted you the other day, like I, I texted you, uh, last night, first Sunday, you're free. You got to get on here so we can have a true celebration. And I love the picture that she took with, uh, Jeremiah, who's actually like the, Third head, um, third person in charge over at Mission Pro and everything called him the Triple H of uh, Mission Pro with the picture and everything. It was like fantastic, and I can't wait to see who she defends it against in October. And hopefully, if my arm cooperates with me, I can actually go to that one because it's only three hours for me. Oh, but it's like she got a huge response on Twitter for the win and. And the person she went against, Genocide, she is no joke. That is a badass bitch. So, and, but I mean, Tiffany did have to use a little underhand tactics and everything, but she got the dub. She's the champ. That's all that matters. And apparently from what I saw online, Izzy did have a good showing. She did lose her match, but she did have a good showing. So we'll have to see what happens in the near future with all that. Okay. It seems like every damn week we have to do like the obligatory bloodline update because it's like as much as like I know personally for me Roman's title reigns getting like boring, stale, stagnant, whatever the fuck you want to call it, and everything. But it always seems like there's a, some kind of an update this week, and Friday night it's like another chapter has formed. So. Okay, so for those who didn't watch SmackDown, Jimmy comes out and says that him turning on Jay had nothing to do with Roman. (laughs) Yes, Jolie, you said it. It had nothing to do with Roman. He just wanted to stop uh, Jay from getting corrupted uh, if he would have won the title and became tribal chief and all that. And then after, after he took out Roman and Jimmy. Jay says, I'm done with the bloodline. I'm done with SmackDown and I'm done with WWE. Rumors have swirled online, whether or not if it's real or story. Um, I'm going towards the later part, but uh <sighs> Jolie. Wait. People are working themselves into a shoot. We saw reports that Jimmy or Jay has been had a nagging wrist injury for months now. Yeah. so you know they, they've both been injured they've both been putting their their lives and their everything they, they've been literally carrying the tag division and now that's ko and it seems like the tag titles for both men's and women's division are cursed at the moment um so uh if we have to get some sage some holy water some holy oil something burn all of them and get new belts completely you know just something to refresh and reset Mm -hmm. all for it but 
you know, somebody, I said, I saw something online that said, this is the perfect opportunity, number one, to give Jay a break because he's been killing it for years now, you know, with this whole bloodline, with the whole Sami Zayn storyline, everything has been absolutely, he is, he deserves an Emmy. (laughs) Not Roman, not Jimmy, Jay. Jay deserves a fucking Emmy for, he made me believe he quit. That that's great storytelling, but I'm not gonna work myself into a shoot. So I'm just gonna enjoy the, enjoy the show at the moment, and you know, even though I'm not really watching right now because number one, I'm taking a break from TV, uh, getting ready for football season and getting ready for an air show this week coming up. You know, just enjoying watching some sports that's not wrestling related. But catching up online, this is this is the perfect opportunity to give a man that has literally carried this storyline, not Roman, Jay, has carried this storyline for the past three years. So it gives him a little bit of break and also gives Rikishi a chance to possibly pop back in. And if this does give Jay time to take off and come back, like, say, Rumble, mm-hmm. you know, we don't know how long it's going to take. If he has to get surgery, we don't know how long it's going to take. But, you know, it, it gives, it definitely gives Jimmy and Jay time to heal up, gives Roman to deal with new competitors. And um, to all those idiots that had Joshua Fatu going to All Elite Wrestling last night because apparently his quote-unquote contract was already up and his complete clause was already up. How stupid do y'all feel this morning? Just, just wondering, how stupid do y'all feel? Because uh, y'all look pretty fucking stupid. Y'all are working yourself into a fucking shoot. And, you know, I'm enjoying the ever-loving fuck out of it because y'all just look stupid. So, again, it it it's an amazing, it's amazing storytelling. Um, now, on to your point about Roman's title reign being stale. Yes. 100%. Now... I will say this, they were still, as much as it, it pains me to say this, it was not the right time for Roman to lose the title at WrestleMania 39. I've Not because I want the title to be taken off him at 40 for personal reasons, but I just felt like looking at the storylines as it's progressing, this is what makes sense. And as stale as it is, and even though they're not going to be on this week coming up, apparently, according to multiple sources, mm-hmm. and we get to see more people focused on, and there's some amazing talents coming on on SmackDown. SmackDown has been really kicking up to a whole another level uh, lately. And it, it's weird that we're going through this flux again, where Raw is kind of lacking and SmackDown strong, and then SmackDown was lacking and Raw was strong. So I think we're back to... Can y'all just find an equal balance somewhere? <laughs> but yeah, no. So I think, you know, it's just, it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out. Um, And it, while it's stale, we're going to see somebody challenge Roman that takes him to his limit again. And we are going to, I think we are eventually going to see the 100% implosion of the bloodline sooner rather than later. God, I hope it's rather than sooner because it's like, well, to your point about Rikishi, it's like apparently um, 
I don't know how true it is, but there was like some hints of him possibly refereeing a match at back at a uh, payback and everything. But it's just like, but it's like Kayla. It's like I see this tweet and everything. Do you want? Uh, do you want to see Roman break Bruno San Martino's record of two thousand eight hundred three days? And it underneath underneath it, it's like a picture of like seventeen hundred and twenty six days to go. I'm like going, no, no. Oh, boss lady, what are you saying? I mean, it's intriguing. It's keeping you guessing exactly what's happening. Um, I mean, honestly, it's mind blowing because you never see what's you never see it coming. So, um, you know, I'm I'm excited to see what happened, but yeah, I do have to agree. Jade kind of does need you know a breather, a break. Um, yeah. This also, I don't know how they're really going to do with Jimmy if he's going off as well. Um, but this also might give Jimmy an opportunity, you know to maybe possibly go to more um, impact events, you know, support Trinity and all that stuff. So I don't know what they're doing. Um, But Roman's title, Ray, I don't want to discuss it. I mean, we had a feeling that Cody, like I said, I got that vibe that Cody wasn't winning at WrestleMania. And the more I think about it, he shouldn't have won at WrestleMania. Um, But Hopefully, come WrestleMania 40, I don't get that vibe when it comes to predictions. Because, um, yeah. Oh, and um, for those who don't know, um, I am no longer with the everydayfan.com. I now write for, I now write for the Bloodline Entertainment Network and your very own Carolina Boss Lady. We did SummerSlam predictions and I became the first ever women's prediction champion so so i hold the <laughs> so it was an honor and honestly i owe it to eo sky and her cash in because if, if she would have never cashed in i would have lost it because i predicted drew to win over gunter so that kind of backfired but what the other two said no on cash ins and i said yes eo thank you eo <laughs> Congrats, congrats. <laughs> Showing those uh, guys over there that, uh, ooh, us ladies know what the hell we're talking about. <laughs> I mean, there's um, the first ever one that was, the very first ever lady that was part of it. Um, her name is JD. She's really hmm. cool. She has her own podcast over there called Wrestle Bread. Um, and then we just recently got one in. She's pretty cool. So it's me and two others um she's not part of it she's not writing but courtney former of the cc connection or whatever mm-hmm. she's in there and support um tweets out stuff and different things so she's in there i wouldn't she's part of the she's part of the bloodline but she don't write i guess you can say she's kind of like our super fan okay cool and stuff like that so i mean awesome no that is absolutely awesome and everything, just kind of building up building up everything over there. So no, but congrats 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 again on that. Oh, speaking of EO, I absolutely love that uh the WWE shop is on Fanatics now because I had enough Fanatics cash that I got EO's new shirt for like eight dollars. Um it's on pre because it was pre order because it hasn't been released yet. Yeah. But um the cross new shirt 
final prayer when I was in Galaxy Con, uh, at Galaxy Con is when I ordered it, mm-hmm. and it was on sale. He had ju- no, no, it wasn't on sale yet. Um, but it was less like oh, I kind of want it. It's a limited edition, yeah. so I went in there. By the time the promo discount that they had going on, the fan cash and stuff. So here's this forty dollars shirt. Originally, I ended up paying like eighteen for it. Sweet. So I'm just waiting for it to come, but it says <laughs> won't ship out. Estimate arrival date right now is September fifth. Okay. So it's just like I got it. Okay, sure. Yeah, EOS EOS wasn't shipping out right away either, and everything. But it's just like yeah, it's like Fanatics is uh, pretty damn sweet. Okay, uh, and before. Before we go any further, uh, boss lady, I think you had some grievances to address. Uh, oh, you're talking about my lovely tweets. Uh, you had someone. You said you were going to go off on somebody. All right, hang on. Okay. Normally, here lately. Normally, I would go off, but lately, I've kind of just let it go because I understand as wrestling fans, we're not going to like everybody that someone likes. It's going to happen. Well, after Friday, I don't know if you all noticed during Cross's mask, that little botch that they had. Yeah, yeah I saw it. Yeah. Okay. And it's everywhere on the internet. Well, somebody put on here, oh, that explains why he botched, because look who he was trained by which was Disco Inferno, okay? Someone says, it's all about who the wrestlers are trained by. They have to be trained by the best and never botch a move. Okay, I ain't gone. Also, this explains why he's just an entrance, an ass in the ring, and on the microphone, and just probably a piece of shit in real life. All right. It don't matter who you're trained by. Some of the best wrestlers till this day botch in matches. It's going to happen. It doesn't matter who they're trained by. It's going to happen. Becky Lynch has done it. Charlotte Flair's done it. Finn Balor's done it. Roman fucking Reigns has done it. Um, I'm pretty sure in his prime, Ric Flair did it. Hulk Hogan did it. It's not who trained you. It's going to happen. We all make mistakes. We're not perfect. Okay, his entrance is one of the best damn entrances if it gets played on the main roster today. Also, he doesn't have to be on the mic skills. He can just shoot a video package from backstage, and that's his promo. He's a storyteller. He gets more. He doesn't get as much credit as he should, and he's not able to do what he can really do. That's why he gets so much hate. Second of all, he's not a piece of shit in person. You may think his character is carrying cross, but Kevin is the sweetest guy in person that you can meet because I've met him. So I suggest you well, let me pull your name up. Kristen Howard, Kristen H3742. He's not a piece of shit. And I suggest you leave his name out of his mouth. I understand you're going to have opinions about him because you may not like him. And I don't care. But think before you say anything, because I'm going to make it clear. You don't have to like a wrestler. You don't have to ever meet them. But all I ask 
I mean, there's going to be wrestlers out there we wouldn't say we honestly don't respect, but I respect them enough to leave their personal stuff behind. I respect them enough to show them respect that they deserve. And yes, I'm saying that because it means to everybody. Because no matter how much I don't like you, I'm not going to disrespect you. And I'm pretty sure Kat Conjoli can say that too. You know, no matter how much you despise somebody, you're not going to disrespect them because you want to be treated the way you want someone to treat you the way you want to be treated. And if you treat someone like crap, 99 million thousand percent, pretty sure you're going to be treated the same way someone treated you. Mm -hmm. That's all I ask. Respect. You don't have to like them. You respect them. That's very true. The only person I have zero respect for in my in my entire life, if I ever saw him again, is my ex boyfriend. Other than that, thousand percent. Yeah, that's different. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the kind of piggyback about what you were saying about like crossing and stuff in 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 real life and everything like that. It's like, how can someone even say that when he put out this tweet about his cousin? And he's not really, he's not really into personal, you know, and I've heard him say that several times. He's not, mm-hmm. but that is honestly a milestone for him. And that was very sweet. So, yeah. and I I commented on it on Twitter and I was like, congrats to Abby. And it was like, Carrie and Cross liked your photo. And I was like, I liked my response. I'm like, of course you did. Oh, speaking of liking something that kind of just made me smile to wake up to this morning. Um, it was, I ended up getting the, um, going to shopimpact.com and bought the rascal shirt. And I tagged Zach and Trey in it and woke up to Trey likes your tweet. I was like, <laughs> yay. <laughs> oh, that's cool. And then that cameo you got from Zach, that was fantastic. Mm-hmm. He's such a sweet guy. He's such a sweet guy. Hmm. I might have to hit up impact and see if we can. I've already him. tried to send a message oh really <laughs> and i haven't heard anything i'm trying to get both of them on here but i haven't heard anything so i know i know i know oh my god <sighs> man absolutely crazy i just want to make a little quick statement about this whole disco inferno thing and i want to piggyback off of something that that kayla said it doesn't matter who you're trained by disco inferno is a piece of shit he has said some very shitty racist things but that doesn't mean the people that he has trained are shitty and racist. Now, some things have come out about Cross. I don't care to believe him. I won't believe him until I actually see it in person. I just know Disco Inferno is a piece of shit. So if you're taking what people are saying, you know, without any context, just to be a, a shit talker and a rage farmer, because that's all you're doing is being a rage farmer. I mean, number one, we all know that Hulk Hogan is a racist. I mean, Iron Sheik, even beyond the grave, is tweeting to fuck, says fuck Hulk Hogan. We know that Kenny Omega and multiple AEW superstars have spoken out on Disco Inferno's racist remarks about some of the Japanese wrestlers. And, you know, again, that's rage farming. You, you go after things to make people get pissed off and come at, you know, so you start attacking wrestlers. Here's the deal. If you start believing in all of the rage without doing your own personal research, then you're just as bad as the rage farmers. Like I said, Disco Inferno is a piece of shit. I've known many people who have met him and have said this. Straight up, he is a piece of shit. I've known people who've met Karrion Cross and have said he's a complete total sweetheart, not just our lovely Kayla. So, 
you know, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, I've had people tell me that Seth is a total sweetheart. I've had people tell me that Seth is a total jackass. I've met Seth and he was a total jackass. Would I give a chance to beat him again? I, I think he's grown and changed. So, yes, I would give a second chance to meet Seth Rollins because he is a different person. He has learned and he has grown from being a jackass. I mean, you do have those wrestlers like Randy Orton, who is a self-proclaimed asshole and leans into it. And when you have that, I think it's perfectly fine. But Cross is a private person. He and both he and his wife are private people. And we enjoy that about them because, you know, they actually keep the mystique alive of what KFAB is in wrestling. And I, I do want to ask Kayla's opinion on one thing since we are talking about Cross and Scarlet. So, Kayla, unmute, please. Uh oh. <laughs> so, there was a picture floating around on, the, on Beyonce's intro, internet, and it was of Carrion, Scarlet, Dexter, uh, uh, Gacy. I can't remember who the other female was. I don't know if it was Alexa or somebody else, and Bray Wyatt. And they said, Who thinks that this stable would be awesome? And I believe Scarlett retweeted it with the little eyeballs. I want to know. I mean, I'm 100%. 100%. And you all have known this, that I've wanted him and Bray Wyatt to hook up. I've been wanting that that unholy alliance to uh, occur from day one when they both were in there. And also, side note, Bray, take your time, dude. Your life, your health. Ten times more important than the fucking cucks out in the ring making fun of you. Amen. But with that being said, I'm 100% for this unholy alliance. Kayla, as the resident cross Scarlet lover, huh, nice. Um, what is your opinion on that? I actually saw the same picture. Um, actually, honestly, I'd be all for it because, I mean, that'd be one hell of a faction, really, if you ask me. You know, and then, you know, Angel of Doom or whatever you want to call Scarlet. She has multiple names. You know, sit there and, you know, make it interesting. So I'm all for it. If they want to do it, then let's do it. <laughs> I think it was Nikki Cross, not Alexa. Oh, yeah, I, I think I saw Nikki on that picture. I think that's the one I saw, too. Okay, I just wanted to get your opinion on that because like I kept seeing that like everywhere when I was floating on on Twitter. And I'm not calling it X. Sorry, Elon, you can go fuck yourself. It's oh, no, Twitter. Right. Oh my god, yeah. It's it, it's Twitter, it's tweets. I don't give a shit. But oh, yeah, no, so I was like I, I had to get your opinion on that cuz I saw that picture and I was like, "Holy shit." And then it, off topic, I'm flipping through and there's a video of Dexter on a TV show and he's talking and laughing, and smiling, and I was creeped out even more. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, wow. <sighs> I mean, speaking of Dexter and the way and everything, it's just like Monday night, it's like finally seeing Candace and Indy pop back up to help out Raquel and everything. It's just like, yeah, let's get the women's division going a little bit more on Mondays now and everything. It's just like yeah, especially, especially with the, especially with like title pictures and around Rhea and stuff like that, because it's like that. Talk about a little stale and stagnant and everything. It's just like she's been more of like Dominic's 
right hand than the women's champion. No, let let's let's be honest. She's been Dominic's bitch. I was gonna say that, but I was like going left. No, I, 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 nice. I, I, I am not being nice anymore about this. <laughs> I, I am sick and tired of seeing Dominic Mysterio being carried by everybody in the judgment day. And he does get nuclear heat. And yeah, uh, I do believe when DDP said that that's like the best thing for the company right now to have somebody with that nuclear heat. But, you know, just just talk about ruining a person who has completely transformed herself from being the quote unquote next Charlotte Flair, because that's what she looked like. And that's how she kind of started acting like when mm-hmm. she first came into the company to being this powerhouse monster and um side note nia jack stay the fuck away we don't need you not now not ever again go to aew go to impact wwe is fine without you you have piper nevin who's 10 times the wrestler you will ever be but with that being said um i was i've been wondering if they were waiting until indy was 100 percent cleared to have her with um candace as backup because she did have that broken ankle or leg, so I think maybe they're waiting for that. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I, I think it, it's going to be very, very interesting to see because Candace has has thrown, has gone is really good, and I'm glad to see her getting back in. And you know, to all the people bitching, moaning, complaining, oh, you brought them back, but you're not doing anything with them. Yes, we get that, but you ha- you can't. Right now, there's a puzzle that's being put together and you can't force a piece into a spot. That's not going to work. And, you know, I think we're going to see, you know, maybe Champa start getting frustrated and him and Johnny hooking back up. We now have this, this heel turn and for the love of God, do not switch his music. I will fucking fight you people with, with Shinsuke. Uh, keep his music the same. I do not want the loud rock music. Please, no, no. I'm fine with the violin for even a heel. Heel, Shinsuke. Um, and, uh, yeah, no, it's just, I, I think they were waiting for people to be healed up. and Yeah. We're going to get hopefully get the end of beyond, uh, Becky and Trish and have her move forward because I kind of like the stare down between Becky and Shayna. Mm-hmm. I mean, we all know that Shayna is still salty that she lost to a, a a fetus at wrestlemania that was a joke that i read online i did not come up with that and i i I had to laugh at that you know yeah but no i I think you know i think things were gonna finally settle down a little bit and Rhea, at least you know roman has defended his title she hasn't defended it in months it feels like yeah because the last last one was like it's natty i think but um, yeah, let's get that going again, and and congrats to her and Betty. They finally got engaged, and uh, and of course, it's like everyone's like saying, "Ooh, I wonder what Dominic's gonna say." It's like, shut up, people. <laughs> but it's like, yeah, Dominic's engaged too. I know, I know, I know, I know. Oh, speaking of Mysterios, Kayla, I know you were watching Friday Night uh, and everything. Uh, a swerve of sorts with the United States title picture. We all got our wish. Austin Theory has been dethroned. However, 
it's not the LWO member we were thinking of. I mean, hey, I'm all for it. I mean, somebody needed to knock Austin down a little bit, so why not it be Hall of Famer Rey Mysterio? I mean, and then you start seeing these rumors that they're going to unify the titles with the NXT North American. So, yeah, there's rumors going around the sand that they're going to unify the NXT North American title with the United States title. No, God, no, 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 no. Please let that be false. Oh, no more unifications. Jesus Christ. Someone will catch these hands and I will go to jail. It ain't me. (laughs) No, those two titles have no business being unified. The only reason they're even talking about possibly doing that is because both Mysterios are holding the titles. And, and, and I'm sorry, no, fuck no. <sighs> but also, I read Kayla that it's like possibility that um, with Ray holding the title now, he's actually going to be the one putting over Santos whenever his quote unquote injury is healed and stuff like that. I think whoever Ray faces will put them over and make them into more of a star. And Rey Mysterio versus Santo Escobar is a fucking dream match. 100% dream match. And yeah, it's two faces going against each other, but you know what? It'll be the one time where we can literally go, holy shit, we actually got a really clean match. Yeah, because I was like sad. I was like pretty upset that, that um, it was bummed that that one on SmackDown got cut short because Ray got hurt. Yeah. But who knows? It's like it could be end up being one on one payback, or it could be a, a triple threat at payback because Austin may start doing a little bitching, like a little fucking that. Austin will get it back at payback. Oh no! Are you getting that feeling? <laughs> yep. Oh, ah! <laughs> oh my god! No! 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 Ooh, I hate those gut feelings of yours. Jesus. <sighs> All right, and I'm, I'm right 99.9% of the time. Yeah, I know, which sucks ass. I love you, but that sucks ass. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's like, it's like, it's when, when it comes to you and your wrestling predictions and everything, you are like the embodiment of female intuition. It's like ridiculous how accurate you are half the time or you all the time with that shit. All right, so let's take a I love saying swerve today for some fucking reason. All right, let's take a swerve to AEW. Because uh, it's like, Kayla, we're like two weeks away from All In. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I, it's, so it seems like the Fatal 4-Way uh, for the women's title is set now. Um, or do they have any more matches to go? They to have it? one more match, which will be on Wednesday, Fight for the Fallen which obviously just because of who it is, you already know who's going to win um, because it's the bunny versus Britt Baker. I mean, don't yeah. underestimate the bunny. I mean, she's proven here lately, you know, that she could, you know, wrestle, but it's obviously set. Honestly, that Britt's going to be, that Britt's going to end up winning mm-hmm. and setting it to be Sheeta versus Tony storm versus Soraya versus Britt Baker. Okay. Can somebody explain to me? Because I saw the lineup for this. Why Tony Storm, the non-champion, got the bye, and the champion had to fight her way in? Kayla, did Tony ever explain that? Not that I know of, honestly. 
Tony, lay off the fucking cocaine, you stupid motherfucker. God damn, he pisses Unless the only thing I can think of is he did it out of spite because of how she complained that she lost the title. So, I mean, kind of did that probably just to shut her up. <laughs> it was at a main event of the 200th episode. Or the, is it the 200 or 250? 200. 200. Yeah, it was in the main event of the 200th episode. Why, bitch? You lost fair and square. Okay, and then trying to cheat though. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, okay, and then okay. So, oh, as of right now, Omega doesn't have an opponent. No. Wow. He's supposed to sit down with Jim Ross this Wednesday and have an interview. So, um, that being true, they're saying is a possibility that it's going to be um going to be um. Butthead, um, Will Osprey. Oh, the man, how awkward that is. Oh, jeez. I okay. just one thing has been pissing me off, and I mean, there's multiple things that piss me off. They're 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 saying that this is the biggest wrestling event to ever come to London. And and they they keep bringing up WWE when they had it back in the day. But they don't realize that Wembley was a smaller stadium then. And that it's grown in size. They've done work on it to make it more accommodating. Instead of saying that this is going to be the greatest wrestling show, why not just prove it by not saying it's going to be the greatest wrestling show? Because I, I hate, I'm going to be the one to put this out there. Past couple WWE PLEs, they haven't said that they're going to be the greatest. They have been. They've been knockout after knockout after knockout, even with the just a couple blunders here and there, and that's every show. No show is perfect. But they don't say, oh, we're going to be the greatest. They just go out and be the greatest. And I find it very sus that you have Soraya in a fatal four-way in England for the title. Yeah, she's going to win that. I, I have, I'm having a Kayla feeling right now on that one. And I, I just really wish that people would just shut up and let the product speak for itself because the WWE product has been speaking for itself. Yeah, there have been some good matches with AEW. Not going to knock that at all. 100% believe that they've been putting on some fantastic shows. But start shutting up about it and putting it up. Like That's been the one thing, one of the major things that's been irking the fuck out of me when it comes to AEW lately. lately. It's just like, what? Just shut up. Like, the minute somebody quote-unquote leaves WWE, it's, ooh, he's all elite. They announced Triple H was off the board of directors. Good! That means he can focus on the product as the creative content, the chief creative content officer. But they're like, oh, Paul Levesque's all elite. Stop. Just fucking stop. And then, 
you know, I don't know if it was just a work or a shoot, but but CM Punk, number one, y'all lost last night on Collision to the House of Black. Don't go in the ring and put a shoot on Hangman Adam Page. Because that man can wrestle circles around your fucking little ass. And I hope he does just like, you know, beat the ever-loving fucking shit out of you. I am so sick of that. I am so sick of fucking CM Punk right now. And I I just AEW has really been like I've been trying to give AEW a chance. I literally have. You know, Ruby's there, Swerve's there, Keith Lee's there, Adam Cole's there, and Roderick Strong in a neck brace, which is on par for him, is there. Um, you know, so you know, I've been trying to give it a chance because some of my favorite wrestlers are over there. But I just, I can't. They've been just doing shady ass fucking shit that just rubs me the wrong way. And, you know, putting shit out there and just they constantly yapping like little fucking chihuahuas is is not going to make your product any better. And I don't know if anybody, everybody else feels like that. It's just how I see it. Like, you know, I want Bunny to beat Britt Baker. 100%. I loved her when she was the... I can't remember what her name was in Impact, but when she was the crazy bride. Over in Impact, she was fucking amazing. And and on a side note, Malachi, grow your fucking beard back. No, dude. No. No. You need the beard. That's just... No. That's creepy. No beard on him? Mm-mm. That's nightmare fuel. Yeah, you guys haven't... No, I haven't told you guys I've been trying to watch Impact. Or not Impact. AEW. AEW. Because, you know, <laughs> I watch it on YouTube and I watch it on Twitter and I watch it on TikTok. Just but you haven't, like, I'm, turned in. I'm not going to tune in because I don't want to give them ratings. Okay. But I will look and study the product. And when I see issues with the product, it just rubs me the wrong way. I, I don't know if I'm the only one that feels that way. I, <sighs> I mean, it's like... um I've just, I've actually, I mean, I haven't watched AEW regularly in weeks. I've just kept up with it a little bit on uh, social media and stuff. It's just, but it's just mainly like, I've just like, I've been watching so much and everything. It's just, I don't know. It's just been a little hard hard to keep up with sometimes, but I know Kayla, you've been watching it. Like that's been like your primary go-to lately, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So everyone's, so everyone keeps saying Kayla that it's like, I mean, is Collision like pretty much bringing like a new flavor to AEW, or is it just like pretty much the same shit as like Dynamite or uh, Rampage? I mean, it does bring a little twist to it, a little bit. Um, it brings a little bit, you know, twist to it, because um, it's like you still carry this, it's you know, storylines over. Poor Darby right now, he's got. He's dealing with Swerve and his goons, and then you got him going up against um, Luchasaurus or Christian, whoever the T- uh, T- TNT champion is. Um, so, you know, he, they kind of bring it back and forth. It's like they kind of carry it on a little bit. Um, obviously, Blackpool Combat Club can't keep their hands off of best friends and orange cassidy in the lucha bros so that kind of wades into it. i it's i admit 
I've probably watched probably watched um the very first one. Um watched the one in Greenville, obviously my hometown because dad had a match. And then I watched bits of the other ones and then last night with the bloodline we had a watch along so I watched all of that collision last night. But um honestly hmm. um I haven't really been watching it. I mean maybe I should, but Okay. I mean it just brings a little twist to it. So I mean it's not Fair enough. I mean, I was just—I mean, I was just mainly asking and everything because it's like you're the one who's been mainly you've been watching more AEW than either one of us. So. Oh man, uh, what the? Fuck? Oh, I had a thought in my head. I just—I uh, just forgot it though. Oh, I'm getting old. Ay ay ay. Oh, oh, okay. And then, okay, and then one more thing about AEW, Kayla. So. Oh my god. Okay, so MJF and Adam Cole, are they feuding now? Are they still trying to be best friends or something? Because I saw that they got a title match at All In, and then on Zero Hour, they're going for the ROH tag titles? Um. What the hell? It It's kind of up and down. I mean, I think they're being cool, but like I have Oh my gosh. Stop it, people. Um, they're blowing up my phone over here. Oh. Um, but no, they um have it where I had honestly said, because if you haven't been watching, little somebody that's been jealous of Cole and MJF has been um Mr. Roderick Strong. Mm-hmm gotten a little upset and stuff. Well, he comes out trying to confront them. MJF kind of just went off and, you know, Cole's like, don't talk to him like that. Well, they went off. So the kingdom, which is Matt Taven, Mike Bennett, I swear there's somebody else in there. I can't remember who else is in there, but came out and he cried in their arms and they took him back and Cole was like, I got to go check on Roderick. So I don't know. I think what it is, I think eventually it's going to happen where Roderick's acting the way he is only because Cole's going to turn on MJF um, only to build it up that way. Because I don't see him and MJF or Roderick might cost him the match and Cole wins. Um, But I don't know. They, I think you can honestly say that MJF and Cole, they have a love-hate relationship. They really don't know to trust each other. They're trying to trust each other, what they're giving, what the fans want by hugging it out. Hmm. So, But if you, if, if you notice the hug that he gave to MJF and you go back and look at the hug that he gave to Roderick Strong back in NXT, he did the same thing and yep. he did the stabbing motion. And so it's like, you know, oh, yeah, he's turning on him 100%. Same fucking thing. <laughs> interesting. Very interesting to see when that happens. Oh, yeah, yeah. All righty. Let's see. 
Tweet time. Oh, no. Okay. I have one. Oh, go ahead. You really get them, so you go. You really have them, so you're, you're first. So this is from Forever Botchmania, and it's at M-A-F-F-E-W-G-R-E-E, or E-G-G, Matthew Gregg. Okay. It's amazing how WWE has over the years pushed Sin Cara, Lucha House Party, Dom, LWO, etc. to be the new Rey Mysterio, and Rey Mysterio ends up being Rey Mysterio. My issue with this is that they never pushed any of those people to be Rey Mysterio, because there's only one Rey Mysterio. Mm-hmm. And to say that they pushed them, Lucha House Party got all on doing their own thing. They They didn't need to be like Raymond Zero, they're just luchadors. Right. Sincara, Sincara was just a complete and total fucking mess, 100%. Dom is never going to be like his father because Dom's more of a bruiser than he is a, as, as a luchador. And LWO, same fucking thing. They're, they're luchadors. They come from that. That's their history. So to actually just, you know, up and say, well, this, this is, they're just trying to remake Ray Mysterio, I think it's just fucking stupid. Because uh, how you can't make remake Rey Mysterio, no matter how hard you try. I think they just wanted to capitalize on lucha wrestling over everything else. That's how I saw it because lucha yeah. is very exciting. Yeah, luchador style wrestling's always been like crazy and out of the. It's like you never know what you're going to get, and it's just like if it's anything, it's to expand on it. Yeah, because it's like, no, it's just, yeah, that doesn't make sense. All right. That's the only tweet I had. Okay. All right. Kayla? I don't have any at the moment, so if you want to go ahead and go, I'm looking. Okay. (laughs) All right. At Aaron Rift, bold, uh, said, uh, bold opinion. I think Samantha Irvin is the second best ring announcer in wrestling history after Howard Finkel. Yes. I can agree with that. Yeah, definitely. Because it's like, she, I mean, yeah, because for a while there, it was just like Lillian Garcia was the best, and then Tony Chimel, he was like good and everything, but it's just like the way that Samantha Irvin has like developed and the little nuances she does with like each wrestler and everything is just like fantastic. And of course, no one no one can be thankful ever. Oh, I did have one. I forgot. Oh, okay. Before you get right. to the next one. This was tweeted out by Wrestling Ops, but it was said via by Mick Foley on Facebook. Okay. Without Ronda Rousey, there there it ugh, sorry. Without Ronda Rousey, it is highly unlikely. WWE would have featured a women's match as its main event at WrestleMania in 2019. Uh, Alright. This is my wheelhouse. I was at that WrestleMania. He's absolutely right. Without Ronda Rousey, we would not have gotten that main event. Because you had Kofi Mania just Flying in popularity. You had Seth versus Brock. But while the name Ronda Rousey got the main event, the name Becky Lynch got you invested. So 
I think it was equal footing. And then Charlotte getting thrown into it was just just to protect Rhonda because she's still she no matter how you want to spin it and that, that she's trained and yada yada yada. I'm sorry. Rhonda was still green then too. Mm-hmm. So it definitely gave a different spin on everything. So yes. The great Mick Foley is 100% correct. Without Ronda Rousey, there never would have been a women's main event at WrestleMania 35. But without them performing as well as they did, you never would have gotten Bianca and Sasha as the main event. So, because uh, I don't even think that they would have main evented if it was not for these three women. Mm-hmm. No matter no matter how much I love Sasha and Bianca, but it took them to get to where we are now. That's true, and I'm sorry, maybe maybe may a little bit of a biased opinion and everything, but Sasha and Bianca's match was better. <laughs> well, let's look at it differently because Sasha and Bianca weren't on a nearly eight hours of wrestling. Fair enough. We we were an exhausted crowd by the time that they went on. Becky, Charlotte, Rhonda were all pacing backstage and just exhausted with us. Becky literally was up since four o'clock the follow the earlier that day. So because she had a lot of media appearances. Yeah. I mean, no, I mean fair yeah, fair enough and everything, but it's just <laughs> but but just- yeah, but to say that, that their match was better, okay, yeah, but again, they didn't have the same. Honestly, I think if it was the same as what those three had to go through, you would have gotten a shitty match. 100%. It would not have been as good. Because the crowd wouldn't have been behind it. The The fans would have been dying. Because it would have been 1 o'clock in the morning when they went on. I understand. Different set of circumstances, okay? I, 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 I agree with you on that. And it's like in in this case, it's like Becky, Charlotte, and um, Rhonda eight, and it's like yeah, they paved the way for that main event. I I'm with you on that. That different set of circumstances. Okay. All right. Let's see here. Okay, this one kind of irritated the absolute shit out of me, and it's like I didn't really tweet. I didn't really respond to the tweet because I figured I was like going. Yeah, let me save this for the show. If anything, this might irritate you a little bit. Okay, so Wrestling News, they tweeted out an interview that Carl Anderson did. uh, And he spoke about Mia Yim being with the OC and everything. This ass clown at Showtime Draptor responded... OC is from Japan. She's half Korean, who's a jobber, and who stole her whole personality from Ivelisse. <laughs> okay, number one, it's like, um, Mia, jobber, please. If You definitely didn't see her work in NXT. And that woman is nowhere near a jobber. Number two, who gives a flying fuck if she's half Korean or not. She's a total badass. And her personality from Ivelisse, 
please, if you know her, she doesn't steal, have to steal shit from anybody. She's had this whole HBIC character for ages now. And so you're, so it's like, I saw this response and I was like, get the fuck out of here. Y'all got any response? Um, well, technically, Evil Lee started two year, two to three years after Mia started wrestling. Mia debuted back in 2009 on the indie scene, I believe. And Evil debuted in around 2011. So technically, dumbass, he stole, she stole Mia's whole personality. Maybe use Google. It's fucking free. <laughs> research you stupid dumbass motherfuckers i know right oh my gosh and i'm pretty sure mia's got a hell of a lot better worth it worth ethic than ivalice because she's been yeah i'm not gonna go there okay kayla did you find anything nah okay all right so let me get your minds creative on this one um because this is the last one I have. At WF Inside Podcast tweeted out, if WWE, and we've actually mentioned this a couple of times, but um, if WWE imp- implemented a forbidden door concept for WrestleMania, what matches would you book? Competitors can be from any promotion. Any. That's easy. Sasha or Mercedes versus Bailey versus Charlotte. Versus Becky, the ultimate four horsewoman showdown. 100%. For the men, Seth Rollins versus Will Ospreay and Kenny Omega versus Roman Reigns, Young Bucks versus the Usos, mm-hmm. and the New Day, and FTR. Fatal four way kick and flip match. You know, just. Just an old-fashioned mud stomp right there. Right. House uh, of Black versus Judgment Day. And I think or, we've even... Or LWO versus or versus House of Black. Because that would be even it, more interesting because Zelina knows how to take down her husband. Ah! We've seen it. The hurricane on us. Yeah. And Kayla, I think we mentioned this one on two. Uh, I think we mentioned this before on here too. Uh, um, Jade versus Bianca. Do what? Jade versus Bianca? Yeah. <laughs> who would you like to, who would you like to see Chris go against? All I'll do is just say one word and it's a, and you'll know exactly who I'm talking about. Chris Atlanta versus Oh yeah. Definitely. <laughs> that would be a good one for sure. And then it's like um I think she's still holding the NWA women's title, Camille, and everything. Hell, bring her in against Rhea. MJF MJF versus The Miz. What were you going to say, Kel? What she just said, MJF versus The Miz. Okay, Okay, sorry. Oh, and then Kayla, get a little Rascals reunion? I'd bring them in and put them against the Judgment. Well, wait, actually, let me phrase that. Hold up. I'd bring the rascals in, all four of them. Well, I'd bring Wes up. Um, yeah. Bring the other three in versus 
nope, put them against Judgment Day until Judgment Day they need to find another tag team member and Rhea does not count. <laughs> yeah, Rhea does, no, 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 no. Oh, let me see. Yeah, I actually know if I booked it, Rascals okay. versus the Judgment Day, I would pick their opponent. <laughs> I, no, I would pick their last tag team, and Rhea Ripley would be banned from ringside. Hey, bingo, 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 ding, 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 ding. Oh. And yeah, honestly, to mm-hmm. really piss off Judgment Day a little bit, I'm going a little twist. It'd really piss off Dom. I think I'd make the fourth member fourth member of Rey Mysterio just to piss off Dom. And I'd say if you touch your dad or not get along, you automatically disqualify the Judgment Day. There you go. So you have to work together. <laughs> they won't want me as a booker or a management or something. Trust me. Right. And then how about a little storyline versus reality? Uh, Buddy Murphy versus Dominic for uh, Rhea's hand in marriage. <laughs> put the ring above the um, above the put the ring in a briefcase above the uh, ring and they have to climb a ladder for it. Exactly. <laughs> I, hope she, I hope she picks Buddy. <laughs> her Buddy gets it. <laughs> for real. Yeah. What else, Jolly? Well, she said Chris versus Charlotte. I want Britt Baker versus Charlotte. Um, I think Becky needs to get a little revenge on Soraya. Liv Morgan versus Ruby. Ooh, little, little squad Bahala, reunion. With Bahala as the special guest referee. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I just think that with we put too much. I think, in, in all honesty, when it comes to, I love doing fantasy matches. I love fantasy booking. I think it's one of the coolest things that we get to do as podcasters. But I just see it more as the only one that has super issues with this quote unquote war is only one person, and mm-hmm. one person only, and mm-hmm. uh, he needs rehab badly. For real, for real, for real. <sighs> Lord have mercy. All right. Kayla, any final thoughts? Final thoughts. Um, as you all know at the beginning, we are sponsored by W Energy. Um, please go to W.gg to get your W Energy products and shakers, energy drinks, uh, merch, hats, shirts, and make sure to use the promo code QT Bow Down to get 10% off your order. Okay. Yes, thank you. Thank you, W Energy, for your support. Uh, all right, uh, Jolly. I'm just going to use my time to um, tell every person that is not from Hawaii not to go to Hawaii um, unless you're part of the military going over there to help. Maui has been devastated by wildfires. Find ways to donate. Go to the Red Cross. Donate blood donate food, donate whatever you can. Just stay away from the island. Let them deal with this. Our hearts, My heart's breaking for Maui and uh, had to talk to my, my, my manager 
her family's from there, but they're all safe. They're over in Oahu now. So that's good. Uh, yeah. So just send good thoughts, donate what you can. I think we shared a link, um, on the podcast page. Yeah. For, I'm trying to, sorry. For us, I think through PayPal, but it's from a viable person over there. It's an actual, like multiple people that I know shared it from, uh, somebody that I follow who's a wrestling fan. So just do what you can and just stay away from the island. Let them, let them heal. And other than that, um, in a month, I get my first home game. I don't count preseason, bitches. Do not count preseason. Because if we're going to count preseason, um, your Houston Texans just need to stay home. Because CJ Stroud looked like shit. Hey, all the rookies have looked like shit so far. Anthony Richardson didn't have a good game. Bryce Young didn't have a good start and everything. So it's like the, the rookies are getting their feet wet. So, shush. If they I, if he looks like if he looks like that on the home opener against Ravens, then you can come spat at me about it. I I, I mean we're we're talking about rookies, but Jalen Carter uh swam past his his lineman and nearly got his first sack on his first snap as a Philadelphia Eagle. If you want to talk about rookies, y'all passed up on him. Y'all were stupid to let this guy go. Uh, this is to everybody that were oh, nine. Nine and below, because that kid okay. is dangerous. <laughs> it's preseason. The fact that he took time to study film for preseason speaks volumes. All right. Okay. 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 Preseason. Okay. But wait, aren't they doing that in training camp anyway? No. He. You study you know film. No, no. What I'm saying, like, what he did was he actually studied. The player that he was going to be going against. Oh, he went so, specific. Yeah, he went specific. He went position specific. Ah, like, and I, I think as like for any type of football fan, when you have a player that goes above and beyond to that, it's amazing to just to watch them grow. I mean, I have faith in C.J. Stroud to, you know, get better, but they need to play him more than what he played. What like three snaps? Two he played two series. They need to play him more. He needs to get he needs to get hit. He needs to get popped in the mouth because once he gets popped in the mouth, I think that's what he's probably most scared about as a quarterback. I think when when the funny thing was when Jalen Hurts got popped in the mouth, that's when shit turned around for him. So it's like you know you got to get uh, out of that that fear of being hit. Uh, I don't know how the Panthers are doing. Did not get to see them, but um. It was amazing to watch the Cowboys try to get a sack and um, the 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 QB for the Detroit Lions, who are, I think that's who they were playing, squirted through like four different defenders and threw a touchdown. So that was great. I didn't watch the game, but they ended up losing like 21 to nothing. They played the Jets. Oh, yeah. they're just trying to make the Jets feel good. Don't worry about it. But hey, it's like, but Kayla... Uh, damn! It's like your Braves—they—they they put like a a shellacking on the Mets with that doubleheader. Like, ugh! Then turn around and play a little bit here. Hold up. Are they playing today? 
Yeah, they don't play until seven ten. Yeah, twenty one to three, then turned around and beat them six to nothing. And I think I saw like last night on ESPN, like Braves have the number one record in MLB. That don't mean shit. I know things change when it comes to postseason and everything, but hey, if we get if we get a rematch against the Braves, it's on. You guys aren't even going to get past the Orioles. Shush. Do you know? You do know that the Orioles are my other team, right? When? I've always been an Orioles fan. No, you you haven't mentioned the Orioles once. I don't talk about it, but Cal Ripken Jr. is one of my favorite players. Cannon Yards is a beautiful stadium, and I'm allowed to have two teams. Just like I'm allowed to have two football teams, Baltimore Ravens and the Philadelphia Eagles. It's always been Baltimore. Baltimore has yeah. always been a you part of from Maryland. Lived in Maryland for about 10 years, so yeah. Oh, shit. No matter where that. you live, it don't matter what state you live in. You can like a team, whoever the hell you want to like. You could be living in Texas and like New York. You could be living in California and like a team from Paris, France. It don't matter where you live. I know, I know, I know, I know, because it's like when it comes to like baseball and basketball, it's like Houston's first, Boston's second for me. So, yes, but can we all agree that we're enjoying the implosion of the New York Yankees? Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I could agree with that, Kayla. What? what? The, the implosion of the Yankees? And basically the Mets, too. So, like, for our division, New York is just completely... Well, if it makes you feel any better, you better you better root for the um, Braves coming after they finish the Mets because they're starting a series up with the Yankees. Oh, uh, y'all are going to be fine. They're, at, well, they're, at, they're coming to us anyway, so we should... You know, the next four games are at home. Yeah, and uh, right now the Phillies are... Losing two nothing to the twins, but the twins are a decent team, so I don't mind. But they're not going any farther than because I think the Reds are or this. I forget where they're at, but it's like we're so far ahead in the wild card, it's not even funny. Okay, okay, because yeah, I was seven seventy five and forty one. Yeah, because I was about to ask how Philly was in the wild card because it's like we're in the wild card, y'all are in the wild card, and the Braves are like ruling the National League. <laughs> Well, we're we're ten games back uh, from our division, so finishing second, like we've already, we didn't believe. No one knew, no one thought that Philly would win the division. Like at least the smart people didn't think that they were going to win the division because the Braves do have a good team. However, like the fact that they're doing as good as they are, you know, I mean, I know our next is against the Blue Jays, and we, I think we go to, yeah, we're going up to Toronto, so that'll okay. be interesting. All right. Ah. Oh, another fun episode. We love to get a little bit of everything in on this show. And with that being said, that's all we have for this episode of The Queen's Takeover. Thank you so much for joining us and tune in next time as The Takeover continues. Y'all have a good one. <laughs>